Hey, everybody. I am that lady always scares me. The recording. <laughs> but hi, everybody. I'm so excited to welcome the fabulous, most amazing. I don't know if I should introduce you as Quindarius or Kevin Padilla or Kay Padilla. I have so many names, <laughs> but welcome. How are you doing? Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm great. How are you? Yeah, doing great. Thank you for doing this. So you are on fire in all the LA shows. I feel like every single show you've either hosted or been at. Um, can you tell us like how you got started in comedy? Yeah. Um, so the way I got started in comedy was uh, drugs. <laughs> <laughs> being, being on drugs and homeless what? sitting out of my car. What yeah. Um, okay, you have to explain. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Um, so basically, my ex, my ex at the time was managing me, um, and he suggested that you know I should get into stand up. And I was like, "What do you mean, get into stand up? You trying to say I don't know how to act?" You know. So I kind of, <laughs> so I kind of fought against it for a very long time. And then when he left me, I got depressed and homeless. And so the only thing that I had um, latched on to him was you know his his basically his suggestion of going to stand up you know and so um I remember him telling me you know this would be a great opportunity for you mm. um you're not vanilla in the business you know uh you you're you're specific there's a certain type yes. of role for you you know and um but the only way you could figure that out is if you do stand up kind of figure out your voice and so um yeah been doing it for about a year now and it's amazing. It has helped me tremendously in so many different avenues, as far as relationships, um, addictions, uh, just my writing skills, thinking that I couldn't do certain things. And, you know, being the fact that you could just get on stage and talk anywhere from like three minutes to 15 to completely strangers and have them laugh. <laughs> you know, doing that makes you it, it's a great accomplishment. and You feel like you could just do anything from that point on. Yeah. And I love seeing on stage because your riffing and your energy is just one of a kind. I love it. And, uh, thank um, you. <laughs> I, I have so many questions because like we see each other open mics, but I feel like we actually haven't had like an actual like conversation conversation. So mm -hmm. you mentioned like because I can I, I mean, you are an actor right now, too. And it's just like um, what was your like original dream? Like what what did you want to be when you were growing up? to entertain rather if that was you know dancer singer actor model porn star to entertain <laughs> i think you just have the gift you know, have the genetics so and you did you start off in atlanta or, or washington like i'm i'm trying to like do some stuff so and I right so i'm born in dc i lived in atlanta but i didn't start stand-up comedy until i moved out here in california and i've been out here for five years now and I've only done stand-up for about a year. So not even when I first came out here, you know, it's something mm -hmm. that I, you know, found, you know, just dating and being suggested, hey, you should do this. So I love it. Like your ex was a genius in a way. I mean, I know, you know, obviously. Uh, I don't want not to. Admit it. Well, okay. Yeah, maybe I said it wrong, but it's like, I, I think he sucks for, you know, breaking up. Um, but I do think like the fact that he steered you to stand-up comedy was amazing. And oh, yeah. <laughs> do you, do you remember like, where was your first open mic? What was that experience like? 
I think my first open mic was flappers, I want to say. Oh, that's really high level to like start off. Like, yeah, I think I went to um I had went to their auditions. You know, they have open auditions on Wednesdays right. or something like that. Right. Right. And then I was shocked because they liked me and they brought me in um for to do I some like shows. And at the time I didn't know those are called bringer shows, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're good. Can you bring yeah. here? and you always have a good crew seriously like all your shows because you are a likable person I say this as probably one of the most unlikable people like your energy is like I'm I'm okay with saying this but like you seriously just you're just so likable people love like being around your energy so that Mm. but sorry I just cut you off so what was well you know well I'm gonna (laughs) piggyback on that because you know like you said I'm a likable person right but then to some people that could be intimidation or that could be you know um, too much for them so it's like I'm trying to learn to find that balance because it's like you know I I want us to all win and I know I keep saying this and everybody's like bitch everybody came you know (laughs) but I feel like we can I feel like especially in comedy everyone has a unique voice you know and that's why I was never a person who was into like you know comedy contests and this and that like why am I competing with somebody else about a life story that I went through yes (laughs) You and know? your story is so unique. Like literally nobody can even steal your jokes because it wouldn't even make sense because it's so. Right. And, 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 you know, I tried to, oh, hold on. That's uh, uh, Kimmy, Kimmy Schmidt, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I don't know if you ever got into that TV show. No. Playing like, it's so funny. It's on Netflix. You should get into it. It's so good. What's it called? Uh, the Unbreakable of Kimmy Schmidt. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. so sheltered. I, I need to catch up on all, on all the shows. I just feel like I'm just such an addictive personality. If I watch a show, I'm just going to like not do anything else. But I will I will keep that in mind. Kenny Schmidt. Okay. Unbreakable of Kimmy Schmidt. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I can't find my remote now. Isn't that crazy when you always look up? I love the sequence. Look at the sequence, everybody on YouTube. If you can see the sequence, it's beautiful. Your room is way better decorated than mine. Mine is just like, oh, girl. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You don't need to see the rest of the house, girl. Uh, So, like, so what were we talking about? Entertainment. Oh, yeah. First open mic. What, What did you talk about at your first open mic? Shoot, my life. Me dating a white man. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like with me with comedy is because you know I feel like because I'm naturally funny and so with comedy I don't try to be funny I really just go in there talking about something that happened to me that day that week my life my journey and then it turns into a joke you know mm-hmm. um but these are all real stories that I go through you know and so it's like but you do have some comics out there that would you know and they, they would hype up the story a little bit more to entertain, but my stories don't need any hype. It's already. And I love your stories. And let's talk about dating for a second, because you have the funniest dating stories. Like, um, what you, you talked a little bit about your open coming out experience. Um, mm-hmm. Can you share a little bit about that in regards to like um, comedy? Because I feel like sometimes um lgbtq comedians can be like one of the few in the room um but i think you managed to relate that so well to people but yeah i just want to hear more about like your your story 
Yeah, I mean, you know, my story is just like, you know, well, I wouldn't say it's just like any other gay guy because it's not. But uh, I came out to my mom at a very, very young age. Um, of course, you know, that didn't go well. How old were you? Whole emotions. Uh, I think I was I was in high school, I believe. So I was okay. like 17. That but, is you know, young. My, yeah, that is young. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you know, my whole life, though, this is the life that I lived my whole life. I knew you know, coming out the woo you know what I'm saying, what I wanted, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, but I, I thank God I was never bullied or, mm-hmm. you know, never sexually, you know, you had those stories where people yeah. were like, oh, I was sexually assaulted or abused by a family member or by the basketball coach, which I probably would have liked, <laughs> but it's just comedy, y'all, it's just comedy, I can't turn it off, um, but yeah, so I've, I've always had a strong personality. I've always been the class clown, been funny, I per se, uh, I guess. Um, but I guess turning it into a stand-up special or turning it into a bit is something that I'm learning and still learning up to this day of, you know, okay, how to take my trauma and put it on stage and make it relatable, but still funny, you know? And so- yeah. When you talk about the LGBT, as you know, uh, I run an open mic every Tuesday and I do an LGBT comedy show uh, Mm -hmm. once a month where I highlight LGBTQ plus comics and also entertainers, you know, and so I'm trying to build that platform because I don't like you said, it's only one or two in the room. And I know there's so many more, you know, uh, people out there who is a part of the community who our comics or interested they just don't have a safe space and so I try to create that uh, safe space out here where you know they could come out and feel comfortable and talk about whatever they want to talk about and not feel judged mm-hmm. so yeah and you're just such a good host and just getting that message out is really amazing and I think are we the same age I'm 31 are you 31 I'm 17. (laughs) I guess the question I'm trying to ask is like, um, back when, like in the, when I was a teenager, I feel, I think it was like what, 2005 when gay marriage was like legalized. Um, Mm -hmm. How do you feel like the attitudes like have changed? Like since, damn, was that like 20 years ago? Shit. I mean, I feel like we're always evolving, right? Every single year. Now we have this whole, you know, COVID, we have these different strands. And so people tend, people are different from how they were six months ago, you know, whatever reason, loss of, right. Whatever reason, loss of employment, uh, you know, lost somebody because of the COVID or whatever the case may be. I feel like we're all just going through a change right now. So I can't say one specific group you know I feel like we're all going through something right now in this this pandemic yeah um so I'm curious about like your acting life like Mm -hmm. how do you feel is different from stand-up comedy or oh my gosh (laughs) it's less competitive you know but acting you know you have 10 million people going for that one role yes right um but with comedy it's like like again it's unique voices you know um be at the be at the right place at the right time uh honestly i i love stand-up a lot more because i feel like i have more control yeah, yeah. you know um i could control you know if i want to perform or if, where i want to perform what i want to say 
how I want my body to move, how I want my voice to sound. I don't have a producer or casting. I'm, I'm not trying to make anybody like me. You come mm-hmm. to the show, you like me, you don't. You don't have to see me ever again. That's and true. so that's what I love about comedy, stand-up. And the fact that, and, and, and if you don't like me, it's not like I would never get booked again, you know? Unlike acting, if the producer or the casting director don't like you, you have a possibility of never booking any jobs again mm-hmm. that that casting director yeah. is casting you know and yeah. so I feel like it's less hands in a pot with stand-up that makes sense and um what was like the funniest thing that's happened to you or uh you've done at a show or an open mic man I got super high before I went to the open mic at Laugh Factory <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and congrats to going to Laugh Factory that's amazing it's like five hours waiting on that freaking two minutes place. Okay, listen, I don't even wait no more, girl. I just, I just pick my luck. Okay, I put my name on that ticket. Call me, you call me, you don't. I try again next Tuesday. You know, because you wait in that line, and by the time you go up, Lord, don't let it be a sunny day. You, you're hot, you're exhausted. All you could think about is a shower and yes. water. You know, We're like comedy like, almost. Yeah, yeah, you know, and so. um but yeah, what was the question? Yeah, what was the question? Oh, the funniest thing that's ever happened. At oh, a- the fun- oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things are funny, but yeah, like the most outrageous and crazy thing that's ever happened. Yeah, I like literally went up there and I was high as hell. And, you know, <laughs> they say in comedy, you know, it's, 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 it's okay for if people, if you don't hear anything, it's because they're listening, right? Yeah. yeah but you don't right. always want to go by that because, like, either yeah. they're listening or they're just bored. Like, yeah. I don't know. But, um, no, something had happened with the host. He had did something. I guess he had mistaken uh, a comic for somebody else. And, like, when he realized who the comic was, he, like, interrupted the whole open mic and it threw everybody off. It, like, you know how normally they, they, you know, they pick your name out the bucket, they say on yeah. deck, okay, and then the yeah, whole, yeah. we didn't get none of that. It was, all right, next to the stage, Kevin. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, shit. I didn't even have time to <laughs> yeah, set yeah, my camera, right. my voice. Right. I didn't have time to do nothing. I literally got on stage and I couldn't even do two minutes, girl. I literally probably did, like, 30 seconds and was like thank you guys for your time <laughs> i'm sure it was awesome as long as you have the photo it doesn't matter that's why <laughs> right we only do this for the boomerang <laughs> yes that's all we do. Um, you say you're about getting high and it's like people sometimes ask me if like if i've ever done drugs i'm like so sticking the uh stick up the ass a lot of times um mm. so what would you say is like your favorite drug like well, weed isn't a drug. Okay. It's medicine. Um, my favorite choice of drug is comedy, laughter, performing. Mm-hmm. That's my choice of drug. What about weed? Because like... Have- <laughs> you're like, you're not asking the question. Yeah, the way I'm I'm like, I, I need to do this for personal reasons. So I, <laughs> um, I always heard like from people saying, oh, I'll just smoke them. Um, I'm gonna mess this up. Indica or sativa, and it's like oh, girl, the it's other one makes me productive. Do you feel like that's true? Because like I don't know Oof. which one I had, but I'm never productive when I'm on weed. But right, I'm- I don't know. So it's crazy because I had this <laughs> conversation with numerous of people, and it's like, so you have your indicas, right? Then you have your sativas. Yeah. The good way to remember it is indica in the couch. When you're in the couch, <laughs> what are you doing? You're asleep. You're knocked out. So indica puts you down. 
sativa is a you know keeps you up but honestly i smoke so much girl they all just still they i just have the same effect and that's laziness sleep eating yeah do you think it makes you funnier like or do you think uh, things me... become funnier because i think that's no, no 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 i get no i i get more in my head when i'm high um i'm mm. like oh I, I i care more of what people say versus if i'm just my regular self mm. it mm. comes out the way that it comes out you know it is what it is so it's reversed for me so i normally don't smoke before a show because mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to laugh factory experience again. <laughs> yeah, I because I can't even like because I'm a super lightweight. I can't even drink before because you have to think, right? And it's like just so many yeah. obstacles already. I can't do that. But that's um, that's amazing that you you kind of taught me how to do indica sativa. The difference. I, mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. If yeah, just remember indica indica couch okay. sativa sativa. You know, of course, sativa is the opposite from indica couch, and then. You have your hybrid, you know, and the hybrid basically is just the two strands mixed. Um, then, you know, you might have a sativa dominant hybrid or an indica dominant hybrid. And that just means it's more of that strand in that hybrid than the other, you know. But honestly, when you smoke so much, <laughs> they all tends to be the same. I, I think the last time I got second high, uh, secondhand high was at accidental chaos i think that room is just like oh my gosh girl (laughs) it's like talk about that everything was so funny um but okay what was i saying okay yes okay um my other question is for selfish purposes um how do you keep a man i don't that's why i'm single (laughs) (laughs) that's why i'm out in these streets in these comedy streets um i guess how do i phrase this i'm trying to phrase this in a way that would be um I guess what do you wish like women would know about men because you are one and then you date them so I feel like you'd be like this the most knowledgeable person on this um what advice would you yeah it ain't nothing I mean you know 2021 (laughs) we have social media everybody know men ain't shit (laughs) everybody know we ain't shit all right boom then you know question answered absolutely um it is, that's okay. why i'm single now you know i went to the club like well it wasn't a club but it was like a bar slash club and this guy uh invited me out for his birthday and he invited one of his friends who you know i guess he's talking to or whatnot mm-hmm. and the guy literally was talking to other people in the boy's face on his birthday like, it, I went over there and I had to say something to the guy because it rubbed me the wrong way. And it also reminded me of why I don't fuck these fuck boys. Because, <laughs> yeah, that was just so disrespectful. Like, I would have went to jail that night. I would have been in oh, WeHo jail that night, you know? <laughs> just imagine jail in West Hollywood. Do you think it's, like, fun? Do you think it's, like... <laughs> you think they have poppers everywhere? Oh my god. You had such a good Jesse Smollett joke too. And I'm oh, like, oh, um, yeah, you just reminded me. I forgot about my Jesse Smollett joke. And yeah, I'm so hurt because so you know that was not you know, I had a future. That was not Jay-Z. I'm his Beyonce to his Jay-Z. <laughs> like, um, what do you think is gonna happen to his career? Girl, I don't know. America loves propaganda. That is true. Uh, yeah. You know, and so <laughs> Yeah, he might. We might not see him for a couple of years, but 
He's Listen, gonna come back. We, yeah, he will come back. Yeah, we see it all the time. He's already producing and directing a sh- uh, a movie that he has part of the uh, film festival, and so. Yeah. You know, um, I'm just praying for him. And <laughs> it just really, really sucks because, you know, some people get a tap on the hand and then others get punishment yeah. like him, you know, and it's 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 messed up. You know, it really is. And I wish I could do something more about it. But um, maybe I'll be waiting for him when he comes out. My, <laughs> You know, my black SUV, you know, <laughs> come on, baby. <laughs> I got billions now. <laughs> it's going to happen. I can see it. I can see it. You you, yeah. you work your ass off. So I totally see that. Uh, um, thank you. I'm trying to cough, but I'm trying to hold it in because I don't want y'all to think I have coke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I didn't want y'all to think I had COVID. <laughs> But I feel like everyone should have had it at this point, I feel. Either that or the Amarion. I want the Amarion. <laughs> He's like, wait, the what? Amarion. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't been I mean, I I mean maybe I'm just not hip to it, but like I haven't heard from him in like a very long time. Like Oh yeah. He yeah. was just recently on tour with the B2K. They did a tour with Nana Then now. He's oh. trending because people are calling it the Marion variant now. And so <laughs> he's funny. trending. That is so fun. I love Twitter. Like, it's just a random <laughs> and it's just fucking. Right. Dumb. Who needs school? You could just go to Twitter. It's more entertaining, you know? Like, okay. You know, if I wasn't banned from it, I'd spend more time on it for sure. You're banned from Twitter? Um, yeah, because I, I clicked a link uh, that was about like the election results. And then I was locked out. But that's another story. Whatever. Huh? It's not even, it's not even because it's just too hard to explain. Like, I think they lock you out because they think I was like a robot or something. And it was something. Oh, it's either here or there. Nobody cares. Um, so let's, wow. let's talk about like some of the celebrities. Okay. We're, what were we talking about? Oh, Jesse Smollett. I'm just thankful that Dave Chappelle had that joke on him because that was just worth it for me. Oh, Jesse Smollett. Yeah, juicy, juicy Smollett. Yes. Um. The, so, when you're acting, like, what's LA actor life like? Like, what are some of the roles that you're cast into? Shoot, the LA acting life is. You feel like you're in a dream most of the time. It's like, is this really happening? Uh, I like L.A. because you could literally be at a Starbucks and talking to somebody. And for all you know, that could be a producer or a casting yeah. director. Yes. Or somebody who's a friend of a producer or a casting director. And so, excuse me, just, you know, being in these circuits and being in these rooms, you know, going to the Laugh Factory, you know, um, yeah. I'm not even necessarily performing, but I'm just there networking, meeting people. People are getting mm-hmm. used to my face. And so I feel like that's one thing that L.A. has over any other city. It's so easy to... Yeah um get connected here and you know you're in a shitty apartment today and then next thing you know you're in fucking you know uh, a house up in the hills with you know Rolls Royce you know it's crazy you see it every day people life change every day they come out here and they make it happen Mm -hmm. um the Atlanta Atlanta market when I was there for acting it was just booming um, I haven't been, well, I went to visit, but since Tyler Perry built his studios and stuff like that, um, I really haven't been there for the acting side. I did recently just go to Atlanta, um, but I did comedy out there. I did nothing but stand up. Oh, yeah. And so I got a chance to meet a lot of, you know, stand up comedians out there, their rooms, their clubs, 
their key gate, uh, key uh, gate, key mm-hmm. gate. What the fuck I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Gatekeepers. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying that backward. I'm like, wait, what? We I know what say. you're talking about. Yeah, we we get it. Like, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, and so, you know, and then Atlanta always always is going to have that that certain type of um, uh, what's what I'm looking for? Feel that vibe. You know, it's very uh, very very uh, black entertainment. You mm-hmm. know, and so you go down there and. As a black man, you know, I kind of feel like, okay, I'm amongst other people who mm-hmm. look and sound like me. Unlike here in LA, you know, you could be, you know, standing in the classroom, standing next to a Persian and an Asian and a white man, you know, in Atlanta, it's like all black people, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, uh, yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. Cause in OC, like, you know, I'm Asian and it's like, you, you do feel more at least communication wise, I think it's just easier, you know, because you don't have to Mm -hmm. explain the subtleties, like, you know, hidden rules, like you just feel like, well, at least I'm amongst people that I don't have to explain, you know, everything to and, you know, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And then that could be, you know, yes and no, because you in a room with a lot of people who understand you more, so they expect more from you. And so those jokes (laughs) that you use in a room who people don't look like you but normally work, it doesn't work in a room with people who look like you because it's like, bitch, okay, really? We're, I mean, we know you got more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I will say that I kind of lean on more like race space and gender-based material when I'm like mm-hmm. not the same as a room. Mm-hmm. Um, but I totally get that. And um, how was performing for like an Atlanta crowd versus like, let's say LA or OC? And do you feel like yeah. there is a difference between LA and OC crowds? Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, um, you hear you hear West Coast comics are different from New York comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. New York comics are different from down south comics. Mm-hmm. Um, going to Atlanta, especially in the black rooms per se, because that is, you know, it is what it is. You have, mm-hmm. you know, your black rooms and you have your white rooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're in 2021 and yet we're still segregated people. <laughs> yeah. Um but I feel like it's more entertainment. It's more, you know, roasting. It's more yes. crowd yes. work. It's more yeah. talking about current events, pop culture. They mm-hmm. could care less about you being homeless and being on drugs, you know. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. everyone else is. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, okay, bitch, yeah. what's next? Some, yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> and so um, I, I realized that with Atlanta, it's more entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so that was a good thing going down there and seeing that, and that helped me, you know, because I feel like here in LA we're constantly like, mm, 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 yeah, my name, and mm. and then you know, it's like everything is so mechanical. It's just like it's okay to be loose. It's okay to have fun. It's okay to, you know, don't be so much in your head, you know. And that's what I feel like one thing, um, you know, Atlanta comics have you know, that they're not so much in their head. It's more fun. It's more mm. to just talk about whatever, you know. Yeah. But then again, with that being said, is that how you get better as a comic? You know, but that's a whole different, that's a whole different conversation for that's another true. day. That's true. So. Um, what other cities would you love to go to next? Mm, well, I had a trip planned to go to New York, but with everything going on, I, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think I might have to cancel that trip. 
but um you do amazing in new york i can see it already yeah well i already had two book shows i was producing one and then i i'm on one show at the off-broadway comedy club but again you know with everything happening i just don't want to take that chance um yeah that makes sense but that's awesome yeah you can go back to new york new york is going to be there just maybe later well yeah everything i mean yeah (laughs) you know we'll see what happens but um, I mean, but it's still up in the air, though. You know, I already booked everything and stuff like that. So I have a couple of days to try to figure that out. But really, any major city where it's popping in comedy, you know, I would love to go to Toronto. Mm-hmm. I would love to go. Uh, I'm from Trinidad and Tobago. So I would love to go back to the islands mm-hmm. and do a show, mm-hmm. you know, with Rachel Price. Price, if you're watching this, I want to do a show with you. Yeah, make up yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, anywhere where they, they welcome me with open arms, I'm coming. That's awesome. I don't care if it's goddamn Kalamazoo. <laughs> if, they, if they welcome me with open arms, I'm coming. Yes. World domination. I know you're going to mm-hmm. kill it everywhere. Um, so what's next for your career? Like, what are your goals? Mm, find me a sugar daddy. Yes. And who mm-hmm. who do you think is like a good target as a sugar daddy? Oh, shoot. He's taking Denzel, but he's taking. <laughs> and, you know, I don't do Mary Man. Um, shoot, you know what? He's probably very, very in a you know soft space right now. You probably could get all them coins from him, Alec Baldwin. He'll probably just yes. just, oh just give God. it to you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh you God. black too. It's gonna make me look better. Just give it to you, you know. And so yeah, Alec Baldwin, I want you. I need you right. to be. <laughs> you heard it here first everyone. you heard it here first he claimed hopefully, it. <laughs> right hopefully hopefully he still got money by then you know hopefully oh when you sue him you know they're gonna try to sue him for every chance every little penny he get oh he my has. god is he on trial right now like i i don't know uh last time i saw something he did an interview or he did an interview on 2020 or something like that um, you know, where he talked about the incident and stuff like that. And he said he oh, didn't see her, and, but I'm like, well, who did, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know how that go, you yeah. know? And so once the crocodile tear starts to come down, you know, oh they, you know, it's, they, they get to go meet Trump after that and shake his hand, so. <laughs> oh my God, you guys heard it here first, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so when are your next shows how can we stalk you further um how can we uh follow you so um like i said i do a monthly show called Meryl's is burning at the comedy nook the next one is january 14th i do them i believe the second friday of every month um and then i do a kevin padilla in french which was the show that you was on the last mm-hmm. show Thank and you so I do much. that. Oh, you're welcome. You were amazing, by the way. And I, I, I'm seeing your growth too, by the way. You know, we oh. met in Orange County. That's we met at. I know. At a trash mic. <laughs> that was a yeah, fun. That I was sad when he discontinued it. I was really sad. Oh my god! I know it broke his heart too. And so I see the growth too. I see the comfortability in you. And so you know, mm-hmm. I want to say to you as well: keep going. Don't stop. You know, no matter. Don't look left. Don't look right. Don't look at anybody else's success. Don't say, well, I've been doing it before them. And they, you know, <laughs> yeah. you can't look at that. You know, yeah, what's okay. for you is for you. You know, you're a beautiful woman. You have style out the ass, you know. And so Thank it's just a matter of time. So just don't give up, you know. But I'm, I see you out there, girl. Oh, thank you so much. I see you this out is- there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but you can follow me on the real K Padilla, P-A-D-I-L-L-A. You know, I keep saying Padilla, and it's not Padilla, bitch. It's Padilla. You know, I went back to Trinidad and I say Padilla, and they say, boss, that's not how you say we name it. Padilla. <laughs> Padilla, you ain't Spanish. Well, I, mean, I think you're Mexican. <laughs> Dude, what, what does your last name mean? That's crazy, girl. I need to do a 23 and me. So I'm from Trinidad and Tobago. I feel like Venezuela is right there. My grandfather's side of the family has to be from somewhere. And from Venezuela, I mean, because it's a Spanish last yeah, name. It's, and we're like literally right there, you know. And so then somebody was like, well, you know, it's Korean last name too. And I was like, look, 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 what? look. <laughs> I know y'all all want a piece of me. Yeah. But listen, <laughs> yeah. You know. So I really don't know, girl. Maybe when I get my first movie check, I do a 23 and me and yes. try and really figure that shit out. Yes, make it a bonus. I love right. it. That's awesome. So you guys heard it here first. Um, I'm so glad to have you on the show, Kevin. And thank you for uh, having me. No problem. Please follow him. Please go to all his shows and uh, hope to have you on future episodes to come. Yes, yes. Thank you. Stay safe out there. Mask up. Ah. Yes.